This has been a wild day on attitude adjustment, hasn't it, Rob? I think, I think we both need a little adjustment today. Yeah, exactly. But but I'm excited to introduce this guest. This is Mason Andrews. Mason Andrews is a Louisiana Tech University student. He is getting ready to do something that no one his age has ever done. What's that? Fly around the world solo. Is that right, Mason? That's right, and thanks for having me on. I'm uh, departing t- tomorrow from Oshkosh to uh, New York for the first leg of my circumnavigation of the world for the world record for youngest person to circumnavigate by air solo. And how young is that? Uh, well, I'll be about a hundred. Sorry, 18 years and 130 days uh, when I complete it, and the current record is 18 years and about 230 days. Yeah, that's crazy, because I know I was just working on an instrument rating when I was 18 years old and had no fantasies about circumnavigating the globe. I I would have been happy just to make my cross-country and get back in one piece. Um, But now, what kind of an airplane are you going to use? I'm taking a Piper PA-32 Lance. That's a fine machine to go around the world. How have you got it modified? I have a 160-gallon turtle pack ferry tank behind the front seat. So that gives you how many flying hours and cruise? It gives me about 18 flight hours at a economical cruise. Eight, 18? One eight flight okay. hours. Okay, all right. There are people flying heavy jets that don't do 18-hour days. I mean, you're not really going to Yeah, but, but he- heavy heavy jets go faster. Well, how fast do you go? That's true, people. yes. Uh, at a, at 18 hours, that would put me at about 2,300 nautical miles, and my longest leg will be about 15 hours. That's still a long way. I, I'm just dying to know, what in the world possessed you to want to do this? I think I had a really unique opportunity being a young instrument-rated pilot and my dad owning an uh, airplane capable of making the trip, so I decided to go for it. So did you have to ask your dad if you could borrow the airplane? Right, or- and uh, more so than that, he, he was just a little bit worried about me, too. Uh, being I'm, you know, I'm his kid and everything, so it it took a long time of wearing him down, and I I sold it off the bat with a uh, transatlantic crossing, and then I was like, well, you know, I gotta fly all the way back across the Atlantic if I go over there, so why not just continue it all the way around? <laughs> See that that's that's brilliant logic, expertly executed by a teenager who clearly understands all the buttons and how to push them in the right order. I, you're not kidding, my daughter. I mean, the most that she'll do is ask if she can borrow fifty bucks for something. I mean, that's a big deal. But so so again, you're going to start out from uh, which airport in New York? I'm flying out of Republic Airport on Long Island, which is close to uh, Roosevelt Field, where uh, Lindbergh. Charles Lindbergh started yes. his. I like that. I like hooking the history to it. Now, you've got some goals with this, and you've obviously got a support team. Can you tell me a little bit about, you know, who's behind you in terms of meteorology and, and, you know, you've got to get permission to go through airspace? Right. My biggest supporter by far has been my dad, Jeb Andrews, who has uh, financially supported it, supported it with his plane, and uh, done a ton of trip planning and just helping me get everything together as I was you know, going through school, getting my instrument rating, all of that. And uh, also Mr. Rick Garcia, the CEO of uh, Gulf Coast Avionics, who's here at Oshkosh now, has done an excellent job of getting me in touch with uh, local media. And uh, he's let me stay at his house. He's uh, really put me in touch with a lot of uh, great people who, who are helping me out and helping me get this trip off the ground. And uh, Hallmark Aerospace uh, is an insurance company that does a lot of aerospace insurance. And they... Uh, insured us at cost, um, which is incredible because they were the only uh, insurance company in the world probably that would insure me at all. 
Well, it, it's interesting, too. I mean, tell us a little bit about what kind of equipment's going to be in the airplane when you go. The uh, plane originally had uh, standard steam, but we got uh, the HSI switched out with a Garmin G5 digital HSI that has a built-in AHARS and uh, also a Garmin GSR-56 that's going to give me uh, flight information service broadcast and uh, a lot of that stuff, SATCOM, uh, texting from the air, all that good stuff, and uh, Garmin GTX-345 transponder, and uh, a lot of a lot of just the uh, Garmin updates for data and uh, Jefferson charts and all Any that. Any cameras like GoPros that are going to be in there to keep an eye on you? Yeah, we've got a few cameras, and I'll be uh, vlogging the trip uh, probably just after I complete it. I'll compile all that. Wow. That, that just sounds incredible. Well, one other thing. What, what about oxygen? Will you have that? Right. I have oxygen, but the max altitude the airplane's capable of flying is about 13,000 feet. So most is of the time I won't weight? be on oxygen. That's a weight limitation as much as anything with all the fuel you've got on board? Uh, not really. It's just uh, in general. I mean, light, uh, it'll it'll climb to about 13,000. Coming up here, I was extremely heavy and uh, maxed out about 11,000. Okay. Sure, because you're going to get a better speed, a little down low, uh, further low anyway. Right. Uh, yeah, so okay. you're not that's great. That's uh, true. So what what airspeed does that airplane cruise at? Um, uh, normally, I, I fly it at about 165 knots, but for this trip, I'll be running it at about 140 knots and 13 and a half gallons per hour. And your first leg is from Republic to where? To St. John's, Newfoundland. Okay, and then St. John's to where? To the Azores, uh, Portuguese island chain. Okay, that's so, a long leg. Yeah, and that's kind of south. So you're gonna you're going to uh, hit the uh, hit the coast uh, where uh, Spain somewhere or further north. Or? Uh, from the Azores, I'm flying up to uh, Le Tourquet because it's a general aviation friendly airport with a lot of uh, Avgas and uh, customs. And from Le Tourquet, I'm flying to Le Bourget Airport in Paris, France, which is where Lindbergh completed his Atlantic crossing. Yeah, wow. you're gonna like Le Bourget. That's a nice little part of the world. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm excited about that. That's Do you speak any French? Part of the trip. Uh, just a little bit. Okay, that's all you need. That's uh, okay. And the Air and Space Museum there, divine. You're awesome. going to have a good time. It's right there on the field. Get to see some old Concords that are in the hangars. There, and rockets. So. They have rockets hanging yeah, out there. Yeah, that's too. true. It's, it's so neat. what's the thing about this long trip that, I don't want to say concerns you, but what do you think the biggest challenge is going to be on the trip? The biggest challenge is definitely going to be weather, and there are certain parts of the trip that uh, it's going to be virtually a requirement to take off in questionable weather conditions, not to say dangerous weather conditions, but uh, there are areas of the world where, in this time of year, there's there's a convergence that happens daily, and there's going to be thermals, and there's going to be a, a lot of uh, convective activity, and on a you know, 10, 12, 13-hour flight, you're going to run into that at some point, so you've just got to combat that. I have a... Uh, BF Goodrich Storm Scope installed on the aircraft. That's going to be a big help on that. Wow. Yeah, because next rat is not all over the world, sadly. No, it's not. I, I can't imagine uh, doing this by myself, though. How are you going to... Well, how do you stay awake? I mean, I, I realize you're a teenager and you only need four hours of sleep. Well, that's not I don't know. True. There's some that need 16 and there's some that need three. Yeah. I mean, right. Uh, I'm actually one that uh, tends to need a little more sleep. But uh, I'm, I'm going to be staying awake, uh, mostly off caffeine. I've got quite a bit of five-hour energy in the back of the plane. And uh, I have a day of rest in between each flight leg. Ah, there you go. Okay, right. so it's not a race, see. He's going to take the time he needs to get the weather right and 
sorted out. Do you have a weather service that you're using? I'm using Skyplan, who's been absolutely great. And they're, uh, Skyplan does weather briefings. They compile uh, weather information from national organizations all over the world. They also fire all my flight plans, take care of uh, EAPIS, and take care of overflight permits, Every everything that you'd need from a uh, flight planning company. And then in, in the Middle East, uh, from Dubrovnik, Croatia, over to Dubai, I'm using uh, General Aviation Support Egypt with Eddie Gould. Ah, terrific. Now, there's some long legs across the Pacific. How are you going to get back across? Right. I'm uh, flying, actually, from uh, Taipei, Taiwan, to Sapporo, Japan, and then from Sapporo to Dutch Harbor, Alaska, which is not the route that most people take. Uh, the only person I know is Jack Wiegand, uh, who took that routing. But in the past, you'd, you've been able to get fuel in the island of Kiritimati in Kiribati, and now that fuel is no longer available. So you'd have to fly direct from uh, American Samoa to Hawaii. And that's a long leg. It is a very long leg. Oh, it's yeah. right at the max extent of my uh, range. Yeah, and people forget that that leg from Hawaii back to California is one of the longest legs. It's roughly the same as my leg from uh, Sapporo to uh, Dutch Harbor. Right, right. Boy, that, that that's just incredible. So will you also have uh, some music on board or something? Or? Right, that's uh, something that I put a lot of work into is uh, getting about 100 hours of music downloaded onto my phone. And uh, that should get me through the trip. I don't know. I'm not sure 100 hours is going to do it. <laughs> Maybe not. You Let's, might You might have to listen to a couple songs twice. Once or twice. <laughs> How many hours of flying do you think it's going to entail to get this done? It's about 200 hours, just under 200. Wow. And you have how much time logged right now? 300 total. So, pff, wow, you're halfway to your almost, well, third of the way to your ATP. <laughs> right. So, uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm uh, doing a 141 program with a restricted ATP, so I'll be about halfway. Oh, my goodness. That's that's incredible. I mean, no one that you're going to go to school with is going to have the kind of experience that you do after right. coming back from this. Well, tell us a little bit about how people can watch the trip on social media and places like that, because I know you're leaving inside of 24 hours. I know you're hyped up. We're going to get you out of here so that you can get on to your airplane and start getting things ready. But seriously, we'd love to track you along the way. Right. And you can follow me on Facebook at Mason's MedCamp's Mission or on Instagram at, at Lance78C, and that's my call sign for the aircraft. Um, you'll be able to find a flight tracker on those in the upcoming days before I leave. And uh, also, you can uh, donate to the campaign if you'd like to help me get around the world at GoFundMe.com slash Mason's MedCamp Submission. Ah, that sounds absolutely fun. Now, you said Mason's MedCamp's Mission, so tell me a little bit about that. MedCamp's is a North Louisiana summer camp for kids with special needs, and it's completely free of charge. It's a charity, and uh, MedCamp's has really amazing uh, setup to help a lot of kids, but uh, a lot of families that have kids with special needs don't know about the camps and their kids there. And a lot of people that would be interested in donating to MedCamps don't know about it. So the, the goal of this trip is to raise awareness and help raise funds for MedCamps. And in the past 24 hours since I left on the trip, MedCamps has raised $3,000 in their own campaign. That is fantastic. We've been talking with Mason Andrews. His goal is to be the youngest solo pilot to fly around the world. He is leaving inside of 24 hours. We wish him the very, very best from EAA Radio. Thank you, Mason. Thank you Thanks so much. for coming by. Thank you.